Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Positively You podcast. I'm Jessie Larson, your host every single week. And I just wanna say thanks so much for pushing play today. If you are a brand new listener, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy that you found us. And if you are an OG or a longtime listener, welcome back. I always love having you hang out with me and I love being a part of your day. So you obviously clicked play on this episode. I hope you read the title. You know the topic that we're talking about today. It is a little bit more of some adult content content. (laughs) So while we are not talking about anything like super crazy explicit or shocking or obscene, it is definitely talking about sex and sexuality. It's a conversation all around that. So if you normally listen and have kids around or whatever, or, you know, this is just your disclaimer that that is the topic we are discussing today. So if you want to pop in your headphones or your AirPods or whatever, make sure that you're in a space where you can listen without judgment or needing to answer awkward questions to young little ears or listeners, then that is your disclaimer. So my conversation today is with Amanda Louder. I am so excited to have you listen to it. I absolutely loved talking to her so much and let's just get right into it. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Positively You podcast. I am so excited about today's guest that we have on. I did a poll a little while ago on topics that you guys wanted to talk about. And when someone put it in the question and answer box, sex, I put it up. I was like, who wants to talk about it? And wow, it was like the most engagement a post and a poll on Instagram has ever got for me. So I was like, all right, well, who should we talk to? And Amanda's name got mentioned multiple times. So I'm so glad I was able to connect with her. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on today and talking. Thank you so much for having me, Jesse. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Awesome. All right. So for those who might not know who you are, do you want to just give us a quick little introduction to who you are, what you do, kind of what you're passionate about, all the things? Yeah. So I am a certified sex and marriage coach. I help conservative Christian women learn to embrace their sexuality and love their sex life for them. Um, In addition to coaching, I am wife of Kevin. We've been married for nine years. It's a second marriage for both of us. We have five kids between the two of us, ages 13 to 22. We live in Salt Lake City and we just love life and love being married to each other. And it's just all good. So yeah, that's kind of me. Awesome. Awesome. I love it so much. So how long have you kind of been in this field of teaching about marriage relationships and sex? So I've been coaching for about three and a half years. Um, From the beginning, I was coaching on marriages, but about a little over two years ago, I kind of changed it to just sex as I saw that 
um, a lot of women really needed help in this area. And it's something that I have worked on in myself for a very long time. I've probably been studying sex and sexuality for, gosh, more than 10 years now. And um, it's something that I did not grow up talking about and we didn't talk about in my family, um, but it's something that I'm actually very comfortable talking about as I learned to explore this part of myself. So when some friends were like, okay, we've learned more from you in a girl's weekend than we have in 15 years of marriage, I was like, all right, maybe this is what I need to do. And since I've been doing it, like my business exploded. I've just felt this is really my calling and my purpose in life. And I love helping women and marriages in this way. Awesome. I love that so much because you're right. It's not something that most of us grew up talking about. And no. if we did, it was kind of like maybe like those hush hush conversations where you're like, can I talk to you about this? Right. You know, yes. and things like that. And so it is this part of us, something that you mentioned when I was talking back and forth with you and in, in the pre-interview form that I sent you was being able to embrace all of us and that mm -hmm. our sexuality is a huge part of who we are, like our whole self. Yes. And that that's probably a part that we've either neglected or just kind of like not dealt with or, or ignored, suppressed whatever. on like, purpose. Exactly. Yeah. I get, I get a lot of women who, I mean, because we've kind of gotten the um, conditioning that sexuality is dangerous either to our mental, physical, spiritual well-being, that they have to, rather than thinking, okay, I absolutely can't do this because they think they'll start to indulge in it, which leads them straight to hell. <laughs> or then they go to the opposite end of the spectrum and completely suppress it, which neither ends of the spectrum are good. We want a healthy balance right in the medium and right in the middle. Yes. As with anything, right? If we're right. flipping on those two sides of the spectrum, it's one yes. extreme or the other. And so helping to find that like good balance of where we're healthy, where we feel good. Yes. I love it so much. Okay. So Embracing our sexuality then, like where do you even start? If I'm someone that's like, I know I need to, but like I've been this person for so long. I've repressed it for so <laughs> long. I don't even know how to bring that out. Like where do you even start with that? Well, I mean, it's definitely a big process. Um, where I start with my clients is helping them find the meaning frames that they're operating from. So what is the conditioning that they have received throughout their life and um, how they operate from that? So the way that they are believing and thinking and what is that creating for them? How does it make them feel? How does it make them act and what results are they getting in their life from believing this? Because the problem comes is like, we have these things where we're like, yes, this is what I believe. And this, you know, I think this is what I've been taught, but yet we have a crappy sex life and we have, we have a not so great relationship with our spouse. And we even worse, we have a horrible relationship with ourself. And yeah. so we really have to figure out those operating, um, the way that we're operating from these meaning frames and really dig into like what those are, what it's creating for us, and then be very intentional with what we want to think and feel and believe instead. So that's kind of where we start, um, starting with first your relationship with yourself, because that is the most important relationship that we have. And we can't have a good sexual relationship without a really good relationship with ourselves first. Then we move more into our relationship with our spouse. 
because we've got to, have, you know, once we have a good relationship with ourselves, we're going to have a better relationship with them. And then we move into the sex part because a good sex life is, a, is between a good sense of self and a healthy relationship. That's when the sex yes. gets really, really good. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. And I also love how we're coming at this with not really how you can have a better sex life or how you can do this is I really wanted to start at the basis with you Yeah. how I can embrace my own sexuality first Yeah. because you know, there's all of these, there's forums. You can, you know, Facebook is the world of questions and everyone's <laughs> an expert, right? Yes. But I see so many times all of these questions of, you know, I'm not in the mood for this and how can I do this and how, and all of these things relating to fixing a sex life. And mm -hmm. I just want to shake and be like, you have to fix yourself first. Yes. Yes. You know? And so really like starting there because there's so, it's so much more important and it's going to be so much more impactful, I think too, rather than just these tips and tricks of like, oh, well, have you tried this lube or have you tried <laughs> right. this toy? You know, like you can buy whatever thing you want from Amazon, but I don't know that that's yeah. going to be the trick, right? It's not going to be the fix. No, we have to work on you and your relationship first. And really, I mean, that's why I say like when we work on this aspect of our lives, because it digs us down to our core, our essence and who we are, then everything gets better everything gets better. So it's about so much more than sex. It really is. So like my clients, when they're get done working with me, you know, they're like on top of the world because they're not only showing up better in their sex life, which is what they want, right? What that's what they came to me for, but they're also realizing that now they're a better mother a better wife, a better sister, friend, neighbor, coworker, like they're just showing up better in their life overall. And so, you know, just by fixing this one little thing, it fixes everything. Yes. Wow. Isn't that powerful? And like, what an awesome, like revelation to have that yeah. if I can fix like my sexuality yeah. and have an awesome sex life that the rest of my life is going to benefit. Totally. It goes back to that like thing of like self-care isn't selfish and like you're actually doing really good for other people. Absolutely. So like, heck yes, permission to have really good, awesome sex yeah. because it's going to actually make the rest of your life really awesome. So it totally okay, is. I'll take that. <laughs> we spend so much energy suppressing this part of ourselves that when we are free to actually express this part of ourselves, we can use that energy in lots of different areas in our life. So like we don't even realize how much energy we're putting at to suppressing this part of ourselves. But once you start to realize it and you're like, wow, the world just got brighter and better and more beautiful in every way. So yes. I think that so much too. I was, I was down in my basement today doing my workout and I had like a sexy, like kind of confident. Okay. I got the playlist from hot, hot girl walk. I think it's like been a trend on TikTok. I don't know. I'm not on okay. TikTok. <laughs> I'm not on TikTok like, either. <laughs> so the premise is totally going off on a tangent here, but the premise is it's like all of these like feel good, confident songs and you're supposed mm -hmm. to go on a walk and it's called hot girl walk. And you're only supposed to think about how awesome and hot you are Sweet. while you're listening to this. But I was like down in my basement, jamming out to this playlist and like you feel good. Yeah. And you do. And I think that it's kind of that same thing. Like when you're listening to a really good song that makes you feel really good, or you're doing something that makes you feel really good. Just like when you can embrace that part of yourself where you feel really good, mm -hmm. nah, it's going to bleed into everything else. So, totally oh, wow. Is. I love, I love what you're saying. 
I love that. It's, I really is so fun to watch this like huge transformation in my clients because like they'll come to me. I remember one of my clients, like our very first session, she would just, she was so down and she was like, it, you could just see the heaviness in her. And over the course of our time together, like this just new person emerged and she's just happy overall, right? It's not even just in her sex life, just overall. And there's just this light about her. And then she's able to spread that to, you know, everywhere else in the world, to her husband, her children, she, grandchildren, like she just exuded this light now that she did not used to have. Yeah. Wow. I love that so much. Okay. So I'm thinking about when we're wanting to move into that more, you're, you're listening to this and you're like, okay, yeah, that sounds awesome. I want to sign up for this. Yeah. But how, like, what does a person, if I'm someone who is a, totally embracing my sexuality, like I'm feeling good, I'm at the end of that road, right? Mm-hmm. What is it that I'm doing or that I've done then? Like, what kind of a person am I? Am I? Like, what am I doing day to day? What are some of the habits that I do? Are those, because I like to envision like, okay, if this is my goal, what kind of a person do I have to be like, who do I have to show up as today? Yeah. Well, and it's not even like like have to, it's like choice. It's you want to, right? And so I want you to think about like when you were dating and engaged, when you woke up in the morning, what were you thinking about? Uh, How quickly I could text him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, like from the first moment that you wake up in the morning, you're thinking about him and like, what are you going to, what is today going to look like with him? How exciting is that be? Are you going to go out tonight? Are you going to see him? Is he going to hold your hand? Is he going to kiss you? What is he going to wear? Like, what is the Mm -hmm. life that you're going to have? Right. All of that was actually you fantasizing you creating desire for yourself. And then we get married and we're like, oh, okay, this is just the norm now. And so we don't, we quit thinking like that. So we're like, where did all my desire go? Well, girl, you're not thinking the same way you used to. So someone who really wants this, right, is thinking like that from the get-go. Now I get, we have way more in our life now. We've got kids and jobs and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, our mind may not revolve around thinking about him and what our life is going to be like. But if you're not intentional about it, you'll never think about it. So we really have to be intentional about how we think about our spouse, how we think about sex, how we think about being with him all throughout our day to kind of just rev our body up, get it going, get our mind going so that, you know, at night when he's ready to go, you're like, yes, I'm ready too. Because how many of you have said, like, I don't even think about it during the day. There's just so much going on. Well, okay, that's valid, right? So you have to do it on purpose. So I talk to a lot about, I talk a lot about my, with my clients to set up different triggers and cues for yourself throughout the day. If it's not coming naturally, then you do, you need to do that. So maybe it's setting reminders on your phone until it becomes more natural. You know, for me, I'm seeing clients throughout my day and I always have like a little break in between. That is my cue to text my husband, just check in with him. And it doesn't have to be like sexual. It can be, but it doesn't have to be, but it could just be like, how was your day? I'm thinking about you. I love you. And just those little touch points throughout the day really help to set the mood for later on. You're just starting to get your mind and your body engaged. But again, as moms, we are so tired. We have so much our plate. Like, I don't know who decided that we needed to have sex at night when we're exhausted. So 
I always encourage people to find different times of the day that maybe work for you. Maybe it's first thing in the morning when your inhibitions are lowered, when you've had a full night's sleep, maybe that's a better time. It's a good time for men. That's when testosterone peaks. That's why they wake up with an erection in the morning, but like we get to decide when works best for us. And maybe like 10 o'clock at night after you're exhausted, isn't the best time. Isn't the best time. <laughs> so really thinking about like, what do you want it to look like? What do you want it to be? If you could have your ideal, what would that be? And really thinking about, okay, someone who loves this, someone who thinks about this all the time, what would they be doing? What would they be thinking? And then start yes. to adopt a little bit of that into your own life. Okay. I love that so much. And I had like a light bulb moment while you were talking. We hear all the time when we get married, like there's advice. And one of the big ones is continue to date your spouse, yeah. Keep dating your spouse. Mm -hmm. And I think we take that and we think, okay, Friday date night, right? Get a babysitter check. I'm dating my spouse, yeah. but no, not like, just that. Like you were saying when you're dating, it's all of these things. It's like the texting constantly. Not yeah. that we need to be like texting constantly, but it's all those like little anticipations and that fantasizing mm -hmm. that you were saying. Mm -hmm. And I just had this light bulb moment. Like that's what they mean when they say, keep dating your spouse. They don't mean get a babysitter every other Friday night. I mean, yes, do that. Yes. Do that too. <laughs> <laughs> but do the, all the little things little that things. you were doing while you were dating. Yes. Like still that little butt grab and like, yes, you know, like all these little things, send a little flirty thing. And I do the same thing as you, like throughout my day, you know, how can I think about this more? How can I do stuff? And even yeah. when like I get out of the shower or something and I'm getting ready, I'll just send him a quick little, like mm -hmm. I'm naked right now thinking of you just like yes. something flirty, like totally, <laughs> totally. Innocent, but like that, those little things help keep the spark alive and help keep it fun and flirty where I can be like, yeah, I'm a mom and like, I've got the three kids screaming in the hallway right now, but like, I'm yeah. still also me and I'm still also in love with you and I'm a sexual being and all of these things. So it's that I love it so little much. touches yes. that you're saying, yes. just be so much more intentional about. And if it's not a habit, like slide into old horny teenage you. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. We really have to go back to, you know, thinking about what it was like when we were dating and engaged and so in love and we just wanted to be with them all the time. Right. And really, if you can start to channel that a little bit better, things are going to get better. Yeah. Wow. I love it. I love it. Okay. So besides being intentional and those little touches, what's another like tip for being able to embrace that sexuality. I know you've mentioned that being vulnerable is a huge part of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to have a good intimate relationship and by intimate, I don't mean sexual. I just mean intimate, like intimate is about being completely known and completely knowing the other person. And sometimes we're so afraid of being completely known. We're thinking, well, if they knew the real me, then they wouldn't love me. Or if they knew this about me, they might think I'm weird or strange, or they might not love me anymore or something like that. And so we hold back and we, we don't let them see all of us. And this creates more disconnect in our sexual relationship. So really, you know, getting to know yourself and loving yourself first. That's a big key. And then you can be more willing to be known by them and be open and vulnerable, sharing all the pieces of you. Sometimes that's really scary, but when they can know all of you, that's when the intimacy gets really, really good. And then the sex gets better. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. And I think that that's so important, kind of distinguishing the difference between intimacy and just like the act alone, because it is. And, you know, we're coming up on like 13 years of marriage at this point. And so as those years progress, naturally, you're going to know each other better and all of those things. But that is by far one of my favorite parts about being married is how intimate and intimately I know another person mm-hmm. and being able to feel seen. And it is scary. And it's definitely like, like I said, we're coming up on 13 years. And I'm yeah. like, so it's not just like you're going to wake up month two after being married and be like, and we're perfect and we're intimately, you know. So, <laughs> well, it's, but it's, it's also knowing. letting them know as you grow too. Yes. Because, like, I know we have changed so much over the last nine years. And there's been new things that I have, you know, thought and discovered in myself. And, you know, then I have to, you know, talk to him like, okay, this is the way that I'm thinking. This is the way I'm feeling. And that feels very scary. But then like I share it with him and he's so wonderful and so validating. And then he shares a part of him with me that maybe he's been scared to say, and it just creates so much more connection and and intimacy in our relationship. I love that. I love how it comes full circle with being, it can be anything that you're being vulnerable about totally vulnerable about, but that it's going to play a part in that sex life. So yeah, absolutely. It's all the parts coming together. <laughs> it is. It is. It's so, I mean, there's, there's so many ways to be intimate. I mean, you can have an intimate relationship with someone that you're not married to just knowing them and, and them knowing you. Right. But when the person that you know most intimately is your spouse in every way. Oh, it just, it's so good. It's so, so good. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Okay. So we kind of talked about, I wanted to shift it back to yourself and we talked about sexuality and keeping that intention alive with like flirting and getting back to dating with your Mm -hmm. spouse. But what are the things that I can do just for me yeah. That helps me embrace that sexuality. I've got a couple tricks up my sleeve, but I want to know what you do <laughs> or what you recommend to do. So I think, I mean, your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship that you have. So you have to start paying attention to yourself, how you're thinking, how you're feeling about all of it. So, you know, when you step out of the shower, is it immediately nitpicking everything about your body? How, like, would you talk to yourself the way that you talk to, or would you talk to your daughter or your best friend or your sister, the way that you talk to yourself? So that's one of the very first shifts is really starting to become aware of how you talk to yourself and shift that to talking to yourself better. Um, I also think that you need to just fully love and accept your body as it is. That doesn't mean like you're never going to, you know, want to lose weight or something. Like some people are like, well, if I just accept that I'm, you know, 20 pounds overweight, then I'll never lose the weight. And that's not true because when you can do it from a place of love rather than from a place of like hate or disgust or whatever, then it's going to be so much better. Like, yes, I'm going to eat better and I'm going to exercise because I love my body not because yeah. I hate it. I also yes. think that you need to learn, learn to love your genitals. We are taught our conditioned our entire life. Like don't touch down there. It's gross. It smells weird. It, you know, and so when yes. you have that relationship with your genitals, you're going to immediately push that off and it really affects your sexuality. And it affects like one of the most reliable ways for a woman to orgasm is by her husband giving her oral sex. If you are a 
you totally ashamed of your genitals and think there's something wrong with them, you're not going to want him down there. Or you're yeah. not, if he, if you do, you're not going to be able to sit back and allow the pleasure to be there. And that is like such a tragedy because it is such an amazing experience. And so really just loving your whole self, <laughs> mind, body, soul, right? Everything, yep. accepting yourself where you are is transformative. I love that so much. And that last tip, getting to know your genitals, right? Like, yes. oh my gosh, I remember being like a teenager and I was reading some teen magazine way back in the day when we read magazines and stuff. And it was like, look in a mirror. And I was like, oh, what is this? No. Like, right? no, I could never. Yeah. And feeling like, and then I was like, okay, but on the flip side, like guys are all about like, yeah, you know, like it's like this pride thing. I don't know. And so I thought that that was so interesting, but like you said, yeah, like accepting all of yourself and shifting that mindset really to like, all of me is beautiful. All of mm -hmm. me like, and embracing all of that. I think that that's such a huge block. Totally and like you is. said, you're not able to enjoy it because you're like, so in your head laying there like, Oh, mm -hmm. and what a tragedy because when you can enjoy that, like, Oh my goodness, it is amazing. So good. Right. So good. <laughs> I know good. I remember and I'm quite a bit older than you probably, but, um, there's, I remember watching fried green tomatoes and the scene where they're like in, you know, a bunch of women, they're like, okay, we're going to get out the hand mirrors and we're all going to look at our vaginas, although it's actually vulvas, but anyway. Right. And so like, <laughs> and she like runs out because she can't do it. Right. And I just yeah. think, oh, like so many of us are like that. We think there's something wrong with us or, you know, I mean, there's influencers that are getting plastic surgery and having their labia altered and like not understanding, like every labia, every vulva is different and they're all beautiful just as they are. And they're going to change over time with childbirth and age and all that kind of stuff. And it's all okay. You don't have to look like a 10 year old prepubescent little girl. <laughs> like you don't have to look like a porn star that's been digitally or surgically yes. altered. Like there are so many things like just really loving your body as it was created. It's just such like an amazing shift that we need to have in yes. order to really be able to completely let go during this sexual experience. And it's such a hard, I mean, it's so easy to say like fully love yourself. Right. And then it's yeah. like, okay, I get what you're saying, but like how? how, and I know for me, like part of that was you mentioned when you get out of the shower, like, what do you do? And it's like, you put on the towel and you don't even look in the mirror. You like run past, <laughs> right, you know, yeah. you don't even like, you just ignore that you even existed in that mirror for a second. And like, so I started like intentionally like getting ready naked or getting mm -hmm. ready in just my bra and underwear or like to spend more time with myself in a vulnerable spot. Totally. And like, it was really uncomfortable at first. And like, I really would, I'd be like, wow, like that's saggy. And like, these boobs should be up here more and like all <laughs> these different things. But now like, that's sometimes part of my, like my favorite part of the day is like hanging out with myself while I'm getting ready and just really being like, wow, like you're a beautiful person. And like, Absolutely. I'm talking, this has been years and years of being incredibly intentional and like you said too, just fully loving yourself and accepting yourself doesn't mean that you don't want to change. I had that same exact thought today when, again, I was down in my basement working out and I was listening to this playlist that I was just <laughs> feeling so good. And I was like, I feel so good and confident right now. And my goal is also to lose like X amount of weight by the end of the year. Right. Like, 
both can exist. Yes. You can want to improve and be healthy and still be like confident as all hell. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I just got home from my Embrace You Women's Retreat. Yes. And as part of the retreat, all of the women get a boudoir photographer photography shoot. So they have, I have hair and makeup people that come in and photographers, female photographers that come in. And of course it's done to everyone's comfort level. There's some that don't really don't feel comfortable and we don't make them do anything they're not comfortable with, but it is so interesting to watch the women go into the room and how nervous they are. And when they, and like, they'll do their shoot and the photographer will usually show them a couple of images in the, just in the camera and the way, and the difference when they walk out and they see like, Oh my gosh, I am so beautiful. I am so yes. sexy. And they can really start to believe that for themselves. I, that is one of my very favorite things about the retreat because these, you can just see the shift in them in like a half an hour. Now, then we, this retreat was a little bit different. Everybody consented like anybody who didn't consent, then we didn't do, but we did a slideshow on the last night of everybody's oh. boudoir photography. So we got to like cheer each other on and like see everybody. And like everyone was so gorgeous and so beautiful. And like, there was one that was just like, I didn't realize how beautiful I actually was. And it just like touched my heart so much because every single woman is so beautiful in their own way and we don't see it in ourselves. And yeah. so it was just so great to actually see like them have this light bulb moment that like, yes, I am gorgeous. I am beautiful. I am sexy. I am amazing. And just start to see that shift makes a yeah. huge difference. Oh my goodness. What a cool experience that yeah. is like, wow. Like awesome. Like I'm awesome. And then girl power and like women empowerment and supporting everybody. Like, wow. That sounds yeah. so amazing. I mean, like every single follow... image that went up on the screen, we're all like, Whoa, that's so beautiful. They're so amazing. Like it was just so loving and supportive yes. and it was that so energy in the room. I can just imagine was just insane. It was so good. Oh, that's so good. I follow a couple of boudoir photographers on Instagram and that is by far my favorite part is when they will share like someone's photo and then, um, like their comment or something that they got after their shoot and how they mm -hmm. felt. And it's exactly like what you said. Like everyone's kind of like, I don't know, kind of nervous. And they come out of there on top of the world. Yes. And if we could bottle that and sell <laughs> it and like, <laughs> yep. Well, and that's why I love to offer it at my retreat because it does make such a huge difference. I wish yes. every woman could experience that. Yes. And they can, and they can start by doing these little things by fully embracing yeah. yourself. And it's, it's these little practices of, even if it's just an affirmation, I know some people think affirmations are so silly or woo, or you feel really ridiculous talking to yourself in the mirror, but just little things that you can do to like slowly elevate the way that you feel about yourself. Because I guarantee every single one of those women, when they walked out of that retreat, was on top of the world. They're feeling their best. They're going to contribute now to their friends, their family, the people they interact with. Like every mm -hmm. experience that rest of that day or week or whatever is going to be a positive experience, which yeah. then is a ripple effect into the world because you treat people good. They turn around and treat like, yep. Because of what a boudoir, like, no, you yep. know what I mean? Like it's yep. so silly, 
but it's so huge. It's so big. It's so big. So like I'm, we're in a Facebook group with all the women that were there and they're, you know, they're just still on top of the world and, you know, talking about, oh my gosh, I was telling my friend and like, I've just like been so much kinder to my kids and my husband and I are having great sex this week. And like, I mean, it's just like, everything gets better. Everything. Yes. So much fun. Everything gets better. Okay. So you have these retreats then are you, you just got done with the one. Are these something that you do all of the time? Was this like a yeah. one thing and the rest of us are out of luck? <laughs> nope. I do them twice a year. So registration just opened Monday for the next one, which is in February. It's February 3rd through 6th in St. George, Utah. It, it sold out half in two days. Okay. So like, if you want to come so run, <laughs> you better run. <laughs> yeah. You can just go to my website, amandalouder.com and go to work with me and click on retreat and um, okay. learn all about it. But like, it was really so much fun. We have such a great time. This is, so that was my second one, but I plan to do at least two a year. And then I'm also working on a couple's retreat as well. So, oh my goodness. I love it. I love all of the things that you're doing. Um, where can we find you if you're listening to this and you're like, I need more Amanda in my life. I need, <laughs> I need to talk about all the things with her. Like where yes. do you show up the most and what are ways people can work with you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, probably the most at Amanda Louder coaching, but I also have Facebook. I have a Facebook group, um, and my podcast. So my podcast is called sex for saints. Um, like I've been doing it for three and a half years. So it's, I mean, we're on 180 something episodes, <laughs> so it's a lot, but it's like so good. I'm real. My episodes are all really short. I'm kind of just short, sweet to the point, not a lot of fluff. Yep. So you get a lot of impact in a very short amount of time. Um, and then my Facebook group is named the same thing, sex for saints. So it's, awesome. but that's mostly where you can find me or my website is amandalacker.com. Perfect. And it's all linked in the show notes. Um, yep. so you can all head there and talk to Amanda, see what she can do to help you embrace your sexuality a little bit more. Um, I love this conversation with you. I'm down to talk sex and sexuality and all of the things all of the time. So when I yes. found your podcast, I was like, yes, like I can just hang out with Amanda all day, all day. Um, <laughs> so thank you. I'm sure it was probably like a weird role to step into, you know, yeah. being like, this is what I'm going to talk about now. And maybe people will say things, but thank you for doing that because you are changing people's lives. And that's amazing. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was really hard at first. My husband was really supportive. Thank heavens. I mean, he's such an introvert and it is kind of uncomfortable for him to have me so far out there yeah. <laughs> when it comes to this, but like my, my family of origin won't even talk to me about my job. Like I've, my parents have told me that I'm an embarrassment to them. <laughs> so like, right. it just, that's the, I'm like, well, that's why so many of us, including me had all this sexual shame for so long. So it makes a lot of sense, but I really, I really do feel like this is my calling and my purpose in this life. And I love seeing the changes that I or like the women are making in their lives because of my influence. Like I'm not the one that's changing lives. It's them that's doing it. They're just being willing to be open and really thinking about things a little bit differently and it's changing. Yes. So I love that. Well, I love it so much. I'm loving the shift that's taking place. You know, I think it is kind of a generational thing and just we never <laughs> talked about it before. And so it's this new scary thing about why are you talking about that? But Again, I'm so glad that you stepped into this role because it's changing women's lives. And like I said, you step into the sexuality and you own who you are and you feel beautiful. 
that it's about so much more than just your sex life and getting a good yeah. orgasm. It's about everything. And so anyway, it's I just hilarious. am raving and <laughs> well, thank, thank you. you for what you're doing. <laughs> thank you so much. And thanks for coming on today. I was, I love this conversation so much. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts, and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.